0: Welcome to Nonprofit Courage Lab, how to ask for more and raise major gifts. I'm Julie Ordonez, your major gifts fundraising coach, and I'm on a mission to help nonprofit leaders like you get the courage and strategy to ask for more. No one has changed the world without first changing themselves. If you wanna raise more money to change the world, you are in the right place. You ready? Let's go. Hi, friends. I am so excited because this episode I am doing something a little different. I have decided that every three or four episodes I'm going to do an Ask Julie episode where I get a client or a nonprofit leader, executive director who has a question and I answer it. And I work with a lot of amazing leaders and they have really great questions. So This episode, you are getting a behind-the-scenes look at a specific workshop. I hold monthly workshops where I do training and coaching, whether it's how to close more major gifts over the phone, how to pitch, how to write better emails so that you can get major donors' attention, and this particular question is a really good one because it's about how to determine whether to give up on somebody who is basically not replying to you, but they're really wealthy. So maybe that's something um, that you've been dealing with. I know I've had my share of dealing with that myself. I hope that this is helpful to you. And I really go in. So you see how I show up in Courage Lab. You see a snippet of what it's like to work with me as your coach and your strategist. major gifts and i hope that you really get something powerful out of this so here we are here is a sneak peek into a recent workshop that i did and a really great question that i'm sure you have yourself
1: so in terms of determining like whether it's worth staying persistent or if a donor is a waste of time so then, yeah. tell me what the
0: specific example is, and I'll I'll help you through it.
1: Okay, so we connected in uh, December of 2020. This is six months of operations with a very wealthy alum worth 800 million. Um, he has a charitable trust, I believe that's endowed up to 30 million, and he's big on education. He's big like on. Him.
0: This is great. Yeah, sure. he, he has
1: a great you know pedigree and all that stuff. <laughs> we connected with him and his team. And, you know, he asked for like our donor sheet, which was, you know, very thin at the time. Uh, We'd only raised about maybe 10K and just see what is a donor sheet, just like our log of all donors who had contributed.
0: Wait a minute. So this is December 2020. This person, Mm -hmm. how do they get involved? They make a donation and you reach out to them or what?
1: So we reached out to him just contacting alumni. So a lot of us went to uh-huh. the same school on our founding and advisory team. So we great. just great okay. the alumni networks. And then he responded favorably. Um, so from that meeting, he looked through our information and then decided, okay, well, y'all are still so young. You haven't done anything yet. Here's $1,000. And he's like, but keep us in mind, you know, keep us posted. We want to hear about your growth. So I've checked in uh, about quarterly with him and his team, giving him updates, like, hey, guess what? Goldman gave us 25K. Hey, guess what? They've given us height. We've raised 300. You know, we're expanding in XYZ ways, total radio silence. So I'm wondering, like, was old, you know, eight year old ish uh, white male, our cause is about, you know, helping Black women with student loan debt. So we're like, was that just a phase for him? Because it seems like it.
0: Ouch. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm going to be straight with you as your coach. That bitterness ain't going to help you raise a dime from the sky. So whatever you need to do to honestly forgive him, because it sounds like you had some expectations about how he should be treating you and your team and responding and showing up for you. Um, he he did not make you any promises and then went back on it. So giving that $1,000 was like a vote of confidence. Like, hey, you're really small. So this is kind of the level that you're at right now. You're at the $1,000 level. That's what I'm going to give you. It's up to you to shape the way that he sees you as an organization and you as a leader. Mm -hmm. Right. And so you talking about the 25K gift from Goldman, that's great. That's a really pro move. I love that. Emails are not enough to build a relationship. Mm-hmm. So it might be the most efficient and best way and most convenient way for you, Brie, to communicate with him, but it doesn't really show a lot of effort, mm-hmm. just being really real. Yeah. So if you're expecting this guy to fork over a lot of cash and you just sent
1: him four emails,
0: you know, that doesn't really seem like
1: enough to win him over. Yeah. yeah.
0: Would that be enough to win you over?
1: <laughs> Not really.
0: <laughs> you had tens of millions of dollars you're like, "Hey, put in a little effort." Good grief. Do you know how much she gets hit up? A lot. I'll tell you. If somebody's wealthy like that, they every charity in town. Especially right now. What have you done to stand out? It's no question of whether your cause is worthy of the investment. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's not that. It's what have you done to show that you want to him. It's like you would with picking somebody on your team or your staff. That's a highly personalized process. You make an offer letter, Mm -hmm. you interview them, you get to know them. There's so much effort that goes into that. Part of this pitch framework, the juiciest, most important part is why them? That's what you all need to get. That's what you need to get. You cannot look at these people like an effing ATM. And if you do, I don't wanna help you raise a dime. So it's a little bit of humility, right? Hey, are you determined to double or maybe even triple your individual giving this year and you'd love some guidance and support? I've got news for you. I have taught dozens of leaders How to raise more five-figure gifts in a month or less inside my program, Courage Lab. If you want to learn more, go to nonprofitcouragelab.com. That's nonprofitcouragelab.com and grab your spot today. Now is the perfect time to improve your fundraising skills and build your personal courage. I got you. Head over to nonprofitcouragelab.com. See you there. let's just face the fact, we haven't done the work to deserve his millions of dollars. We just haven't done it. And that's why we have the result that we have. Because if you send somebody four emails and they're pretty much all the same, I'm going to go out on a limb and say they're pretty similar and not super creative, not super innovative. When I sit down to write a donor that could cut a check for my entire budget, I spend at least 30 minutes on it. And Brie, I guarantee you that I'm a lot faster at writing emails than you are. 30 minutes on one email to one donor. And I'm like, what do I want to say to this guy? I talk to a lot of wealthy donors. This is my wheelhouse, Brie. And I'm like, what can I say to this person? They live in the U.S. Virgin Islands now. There's no way in hell I'm going to get to meet them in person. So I have got to get sexy over email. Mm. I have to. I don't have a choice. They don't click on my links. They don't click on my videos. What am I going to do? So I, it's a, just a giant experiment once a week. It's a fun little moment for me to get creative. And I'm like, okay, Bill, his name's not Bill. I said, Bill, I don't know you yet, but I get the sense from what I can tell online, ending homelessness is really important to you. And you don't know me yet, but I hope that you see by now that I'm relentless. I literally wrote that in an email to a person I've never met. This is probably my eighth email to them. A couple of years ago, they gave 30 grand and nobody asked them for it. And nobody has met with this person since because they are so outrageously wealthy and they live on an island, literally. But I know they care. I know they do. I know they do. That's how I talk to this person. You see, I talk to them like they give a shit. Do you think I'm more likely to get money from them because I believe the best about them? You better believe I will. And while other nonprofits are probably reaching out to them, I guarantee that a lot of their emails suck. A lot of them are boring as hell because we're entitled. We believe that we're so angelic that people should just open up their bank account and just give us all their money because we sent them a boring ass email. That's the truth of it. This is a matter of humility, really. And we should extend the same level of care to billionaires as we do to the people we serve in our community. And if you don't learn how to do that, you will not raise more money. You won't because the rich are getting richer, and those are the people who are gonna fund your organization. If you look at all of these massive organizations, 80% of their budget comes from 20, 25 people. Go ahead and look. I've been doing this long enough. I can tell you, this person, your question originally was, are they a waste of my time? I'm gonna say absolutely not. They are worth 30 minutes a week. Because think about it this way, Brie, if you spent 30 minutes once a week, four or five weeks, six weeks, and you get a meeting, is that worth it? Absolutely. And it sounds to me like you got to put a little bit more effort in. Let's stop with this professionalism that keeps us distant from people. Like, Let's just level with him. Hey, we've grown a lot. You know what? I mean, anybody in here who has been my client will tell you, just be like, hey, I haven't heard back from you. Are you OK? 100% of the time that works every time. They're like, yes, really? I Yes. Oh, that's no, amazing. I'm so glad you shared that. Now hear me. I'm not saying add other things to the email. This is the email. Hey, haven't heard from you, Meg everything okay, question mark. That's fucking it. Don't put anything else in there. Don't put an invitation or a save the date or a blah, 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 blah. That's what we do. We make these emails so astronomically long and boring as hell. Stop it. (laughs) Stop doing that. Stop doing it. Stop it. (laughs) Take a copywriting course. I don't know what you need to do. You need to learn how to write better emails. Just be like, you know what? I suck at emails. That's why I don't get responses. Don't put the onus on them. Oh, they're a son of a bitch. That's why. Because they're heartless and they're rich and they're bastards. That's why they don't reply to my emails. Well, how helpful is that? How is that working out for you, right? Because that line of thinking keeps your organization and your impact and your budget small, and it keeps you bitter and resentful, not particularly useful what I do is I'd rather believe the very best in people. And for some of you who've been doing this a little bit longer, you know, when somebody, when you ask them for more and they come back and they say, you know what, Rhonda, all I can do right now is 5k. And I really wish it was more. It's true. They wish they could do more. And we don't understand the the full breadth and depth of their life, right? We don't understand the extent of their financial obligations. We don't understand their life in in its its entirety. We don't get it. We don't know. All we see is their net worth is 30 million and blah, blah, right? That just shows me we don't have a relationship. It's a lot harder to judge somebody when you actually know them and they know you. This is very (laughs)
1: eye-opening.
0: Yeah. That's why my program is called Courage Library because the root of courage is humility. The reason that we play small is because we like to stay in a zone where we are comfortable and we are in control and we're, we're in our, our zone of this is what I know and this is what I'm good at. It's called entitlement. And we expect other people to do the work that we're not willing to do. Total lack of humility. Right. What I teach in Courage Lab is we need to have a massive sense of ownership. I'm just going to own my results or lack of them. I'm going to own the fact that I get ghosted. Why do I get ghosted? Let's get curious about that. Huh. Could it be that I suck at email? That could be a possibility. Maybe. Could it be that my emails are too long? that it's not clear what I'm asking for, that I actually haven't asked for a reply, that I have been sending people information that they read, there is nothing for them to reply to, but I'm expecting a reply. Like, let's get curious and look at what we're doing because it takes serious guts to ask for a lot of money, whether you're talking to somebody who has 3 million net worth or not? It takes courage. I know this because I've been doing this <laughs> for over 13 years now. And now I'm asking for seven figure gifts. And it is very scary. That's why it requires humility. It isn't about me, it's about the people I serve. That's why I'm doing this. That's why you're doing it, right? That's why yes. you started this. You know what your mission is. This isn't about you. You're not doing this for you because the benefits are so great and the pay is so amazing. So you'll right. put up with the work.
1: <laughs> <You> already know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks everybody. Bye. Thanks so much for joining me, Julie Ordonez, your major gifts coach on Nonprofit Courage Lab and for investing in yourself today. Head to nonprofitcouragelab.com. To connect, follow, and share. If this has encouraged you, please rate and review this podcast. And remember, nobody changed the world without first changing themselves. Until next time.